great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. There is a lot going on. Alejandro Mayorkas was on some television today. I don't know if he's on MSNBC or CNN, some crap like that. Uh, if you don't know, Alejandro Mayorkas is the uh, DHS secretary, the Department of Homeland Security secretary. He's in charge of the border, and he the border is an absolute mess. It's wide open. Millions and millions and millions of people coming across that border. Did I mention it's wide open? And uh, he was asked about possibly being removed from office, asked about about what should happen with those who are already here. We're going to get to that in a second. But, Kerry, before we hit the break, Chris Christie, remind, I want to remind, remind people, he said this on television. I think it was on CNN. Well, Trump's voters in New Hampshire said they are uh, open to changing their minds between now and primary day on January 23rd. So, you know, I know everybody wants to make this race over um, now, um, but it's not over, and it's, it's not even close to over. And when you look, just look at the history. Forget about predictions. Let's look at what's happened over time. Mm -hmm. And what's happened tells you that there's a long way to go here, and I like the fact that we're gaining momentum now. It does. Gaining momentum now. Chris Christie says he's gaining momentum now. Carrie, is he? Well, according to the morning consult poll, and these polls, I guess, were taken uh, exactly a week ago, Christie is in fifth place with 3%. The Messenger-Harris X poll has Christie also in fifth place with 2%. The most recent poll of Iowa Republican caucus goers has Christie at 3%. The latest GOP poll in South Carolina has him at 1%. This must be what he's talking about because... This story uh, is saying he's resting his presidential ambitions on New Hampshire. And this is a Washington Post poll that has him in third place with 11 percent. Trump holds a 46 to 18 percent lead over Haley in New Hampshire. So he's getting momentum with 11 percent, but generally speaking, he's at three or less. Right. Between one and three percent in New Hampshire. And he's from New Jersey, so it's pretty close. He's doing better but Trump has 46%, and the next closest competitor is Haley at, what, 18? 18%. So he's 28 ahead of Haley, who's the second-place person. Christie's in third with 11, and he feels good. Yes. When you say five, when he was in fifth place, is that out of five in the other polls? Um... It does not... Oh, hold on. Uh, is Christie also in fifth place with 2%. Uh, Trump leads DeSantis 62 to 11. Haley's at 10%, followed by Ramaswamy at 4%, and Christie's in fifth place at 2%. So out of five, he's fifth place. Yes. But third place in New Hampshire. That yes. could be wrong. I think in 16, didn't Ted Cruz win Iowa in 16? I, I want to say yes. He won something in 16. I think it was I Iowa. It was Iowa. That didn't work out so well. Because um, the nominee ended up being Donald Trump. I mean, Trump is up by 30 points to 50 points in almost every poll you see. Yet Chris Christie is on CNN. And you hear the CNN anchors, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Okay. Uh, I gotcha. So Mayorkas goes on, on television today. And this DHS secretary who has been horrific at the job or great at the job in doing what Joe Biden or the rulers in Washington wanted to do. Okay. He goes on television today, and he's asked directly about the move to try to remove him. And uh, and he gives this really, really great answer. Well, the Republicans have also tried to remove you from office. Has that shifted at all your strategy, given what they themselves, the Republican Party, has put out there? 
I am busy at work and incredibly proud to support and work alongside the 260,000 people of the Department of Homeland Security. He's busy at work. Carrie's busy at work. I heard it. Not worried about the move to remove him. He's busy at work. And then the, I don't know who this host is or else I give him credit. And there's no there's no network name up on the screen. I think it's MSNBC. It could be wrong. But uh, the host goes on to ask him about, well, what do you do with those who are here? I don't think he says illegally. He might. But what do you do with them? And Mayorkas says everything but amnesty. But he means amnesty. It also doesn't address the other sort of uh, elephant in the room, which is dealing with the undocumented uh, immigrants who are already here in the nation. And I know it's been a political football as they're trying to figure out the best way to address that. But I'm going to ask you, what is the best way to address that from your perspective? The answer is quite clear and quite straightforward, and we've been waiting for it for about 30 years. And that is to fix a system that everyone agrees is fundamentally broken, and we need congressional action, both for uh, the lawful pathways uh, that really need to be more robust in statute, and for the 12 million people who are here in the United States who have been contributing so fundamentally to our country's well-being. There are neighbors, our our friends, our fellow congregants, uh, they provide our, our frontline workers. Uh, we need to do something, and I, I am hopeful and remain hopeful that Congress will do it. The president, on his first day in office, mm-hmm. presented Congress with a proposal. Okay, let's break that down, because, man, that's a lot of lies in, in one soundbite. My, first of all, the guy who's talking to him calls them undocumented, uh, undocumented immigrants. They're illegal aliens. They're here illegally. But Mallorca says a couple of a couple of things there that make you go, what? First of all, he wants to fix something he says has been broken for 30 years. In 1986, that's when Ronald Reagan believed Congress, who lied to him, that if he gives amnesty to 3.6 million illegal aliens and makes them citizens, give them a, either citizenship on the spot or I think a pathway to citizenship, either way, let them stay legally and they became part of the United States of America. He was promised they would pass laws that would shut the border down and stop this from happening again. Again, they lied to him. Probably the worst move that Reagan made while president was that amnesty move in the 80s. But the laws and the rules that were put in place, if followed, really do work. How do I know? Because if you look at what Donald Trump did in his four years in office, he used the laws that were in place. He didn't change one law. He actually just changed how the law was was enforced and he said, zero tolerance. This is the law. This is the policy. That's how we're going to do it. And it worked very, very well. We had the, the, clo- the, the most secure border. The border was closed more than it had been for generations. People simply were barely able to get through without doing the legal process. So Mayorkas and his whole lie about Biden presented a proposal to Congress The proposal was amnesty. That's what it was. Ask any member of Congress who's going to tell the truth. The proposal was amnesty. You get to stay here, path to citizenship. You get to vote soon. You'll be an American. Not okay. You broke the law. I don't want to reward you. He also, in that ridiculous soundbite, says, these people are our fellow congregants and are they've done so much for our country and for our economy. They could have done more for the country the economy had they not had to hide their, their faces and their heads and their identities because they broke the law to get here. And then the whole BS 
about we have to fix the legal pathways. What? The legal pathways are we take more legal immigrants in this country than anybody else on earth. A million a year. A million people a year. He wants to somehow fix and streamline the legal processes. How about you focus on that and make it easier for this million that we take every year and then close down the ability for those coming here illegally to do so? Why not do that? He's not going to get any pushback by this guy on this network. I don't know what network I think MSNBC. I don't know. Not going to get any pushback from a guy who's calling them undocumented migrants or whatever. You need to be able to look this person in the eye and say, a million come legally every year. What number do you want? Six million? Eight million? Fifty million? How many a year do you want to come here legally? How streamlined do you want it? And then you're talking about giving people amnesty. He doesn't say the word amnesty, but he mentions what Joe Biden presented on day one. Biden didn't present squat, and a president can't pass a law anyway, or he can't propose a law. He could propose a move or a policy change or, hey, Congress, why don't you? But he can't say, here's the bill, pass it. Not the president's role. But he wanted amnesty. That's what they wanted. Everybody who's here illegally gets to stay, and they get citizenship. Here's a reward for you breaking the law. Now, with all that going on and all this garbage about how much they've helped us, we've got people congregating. Like, what is this, San Diego, Carrie, where they're congregating? It is, yes. Hundreds of people. Yep. They're just They're illegally. They're just congregating, just hanging out, waiting for their stuff. I just saw a, a big line in New York City where people are waiting in line to get free crap to, to the tune of thousands of people who are here illegally. Here's some free crap. Thanks for breaking the law. What do you have out of San Diego for me? From the New York Post, the San Diego International Airport's become overrun with migrants waiting for flights out of the area with more than 300 hunkering down there last week, including some who sat on the floor for days. It's grown exponentially and we're not totally sure why, said Crystal Johnson, a volunteer with We All We, All we Got to the San Diego Union Tribune. It's almost become a second migrant welcome center because there's so many people there. She said at the airport. Volunteers say the situation's gotten worse in recent weeks. Ronnie Elias and other volunteers the organization typically been bringing 50 sandwiches and meal packs to migrants at the airport. But when she handed them out last week, she realized that wasn't close to enough. Elias told WKRG she counted 308 people sleeping at the airport last week. SBCS, the nonprofit that manages the San Diego Welcome Center, is running several buses from its facility to the airport each day. Some volunteers have even suggested the migrants are being transported straight to the airport after being processed by the U.S. Border Patrol. In a statement to the Union Tribune, airport officials acknowledged since late last year, San Diego International Airport has experienced a significant increase in the number of migrants using the airport to proceed to their next destination. We have and will continue to coordinate with migrant-serving volunteer groups and nonprofit organizations as they help their clients navigate the airport. Almost 20 of the migrants arriving each day do not have a flight booked, said Immigrant Defenders Law Center managing attorney Paulina Reyes. About half are able to find a flight by the end of the day, she said, but there are a few cases where migrant families are waiting three or four nights at the airport while they wait for a family member to purchase a ticket. Others had a flight booked but were sent to the airport days before it was scheduled to depart. SBCS spokeswoman Mindy Wright has denied the claim. Okay, I appreciate it. So the story goes, there are over 300 illegal aliens at the airport in San Diego. Most of them don't have a flight. They're just there. 
Now, maybe I misunderstood growing up, but you go to the airport when you have a flight. You go there, uh, back when I was a kid, it was half an hour, hour before. Now it's a couple hours before because of extra security and so on and so forth. Why are they allowed just to be at the airport? Are they allowed to just sleep there? They have no ticket. They're hoping somebody will buy them a ticket. People are bringing them free food. Hey, listen, don't bring food to the airport. Tell those who are at the airport to come where you have the food. Go there and go hang out there until you get a flight. So, I mean, it's ridiculous to think Americans flying out of San Diego have to somehow step over a bunch of illegal aliens strewn about, 300 plus of them in San Diego, and you've got groups of people advocating for their ability to stay there. I've never seen anything like that in my life. What are we talking about? So are you cool with going with your family? You saved up all year. You might be able to fly somewhere, some destination, one vacation a year, and you've got to step over people who are there illegally waiting for a free flight, getting free food, probably getting free money, free services, just laying all around, all around everywhere. Or maybe, just maybe, should this Alejandro Mayorkas idiot who's lying about how great he's doing in the job, maybe he should close the border down and tell people do it legally. Is it me? Or, or, or is that... Or is that probably the way it should go back to being? It used to always be that way. All of our protocols, our mores, our, our mannerisms in this country are going by the wayside. Anybody can do anything they want, anytime they want. I mean, every single day. Before I walked out today, I saw another thing where some big school fights happening. Everybody's video recording it. One of the kids ended up dead, got stabbed at school. They're all screaming and yelling. The whole idea... When I was in school, you might see a fight for two seconds. Somebody threw a book on the ground and somebody punched somebody, and, and, and that was it. Nobody was recording, and eventually friends of theirs would step in and break it up before somebody got too hurt. We're living in a, in a society in this country where we just don't have the same sort of values we used to have. And it is a valueless place to have a bunch of human beings who have broken the law to get here strewn about the airport. It's valueless to have a fight. And people circle around the fight to get the best viral video. We've changed so much in a very short amount of time, and enough is enough. Your thoughts about this? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you. Got to tell you about Superbeats. Superbeats heart chews are amazing. They taste great. Give you that nice support for your healthy blood pressure, your healthy production of nitric oxide, the miracle molecule that helps you with your blood flow, your circulation. It's something that we produce in our bodies already, but as you get older, you produce less of it. This helps to support that entire system. Paired to the healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants and super beets are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. Why not try them? Been hearing me tell you about them for a long, long time. Why not try them? Feel that nice boost of energy and that level of energy that will sustain you throughout your day, your night, whatever you have going on. Keeps you nice and active. Why not give it a shot? In fact, when you go and get these right now, you're going to get extra value because you listen to my program. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Why not go and uh, and go to the website they've made for you because you listen to my program. Double your potential with Super Beats Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews and a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 by going to joelovesbeats.com. J-O-E-L-O-V-E-S beats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at joelovesbeats.com. And we're back after this. Stay here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you here, the Joe Pags Show on your radio, on your screen, however you happen to be listening, maybe on the podcast on the weekend. Glad to have you here. The question is, 
Is Alejandro Mayorkas right that we've got to somehow adjust how we legally bring people in? And those who are here, the 12, he claims there are 12 million. It's more like 20 or 30. But he claims there are 12 million here illegally. And there are neighbors and our coworkers and our friends and our fellow congregants. And we need to do what Joe Biden wanted to do when he took office. And what he didn't mention is Joe Biden wanted amnesty. So what do you think about that? Josh, what's on your mind? Hi. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I live up here in Connecticut, and it's a pretty liberal state. And, you know, I deal with my mother-in-law. You know, she, I, she's like the bellwether after these liberals up here, you know. And the one thing, you know, these people, they, they need to feel what's going on because they're so isolated that they don't understand what's when they stay home all the time, and they just don't understand. And people like us that understand it and have children and see it around the streets. I work in, I do refrigeration. I'm in every grocery store all day long in Connecticut. And you just see the change in the culture. And then they see that the culture that declines like this, they have to feel it themselves. And it has to really hit at home. And until it does, like, we're just, like, you know, peeing in the wind, man. That's, like, that's how I feel like we're just peeing in the wind. This is more like a vent, and I'm just glad you let me vent, man. That's how I feel, though, you know? Josh, I hear you, and I appreciate that. No, I understand where you're coming from. Um... It's never going to dawn on those who are the ones who don't get it or the ones who don't want to get it because they won't let it happen in their backyards. It's like we forgot that Martha's Vineyard happened. Fifty illegal aliens were brought to Martha's Vineyard and they were allowed to stay there for like not even a day. few hours. Martha's Vineyard that has signs up saying nobody is illegal. This is a sanctuary city. that We, we love a, uh, those who are asylum seekers. They let them stay there for a few hours. Then they were gone. When they're brought to Kamala Harris's house in, in Washington, D.C., they were gone moments later. They will not let them stay in the places where all of these loudmouths live. And it's never going to change until we continue to make sure the information gets out there. How long did it take for us to stop talking about Martha's Vineyard? Two days? Five days? We acted like nothing happened. When they completely turned on those they say they support. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. There. You're listening to Joe Pags.